Hello, this is Chris O'Regan, and you're listening to The Sausage Factory. This is episode 257 of The Sausage Factory. Welcome, welcome. In this episode, I talk to Maria Alupi and Andreas Tokopoulos from Beyond Those Hills about their isometric puzzle game, Riki. But before we delve into that, let's talk about what else is under Kainerinz's auspices? Shield? Thing? I'm not going to use the U word because I'm tired of using it. Planescape Torment is out on Monday next week at the time you're listening to this show. So yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's what's being featured on Kane and Rince on Monday. Excellent stuff. And on Wednesday we have Sound of Play, the podcast that celebrates the scores, the musical scores of video games. Wonderful, wonderful thing. Do you check it out. And on Thursday we have Playwright, where we have two people called Ryan featuring games, well, talking about inventing games, based on the ideas sent to them by their listeners. It's most excellent. Do check it out. And of course, on Fridays, it's the Sausage Factory. But you do that already because you're listening to this right now. Yay! If you want to know more about all those podcasts, included archives of all of them, which you can't get on you, on YouTube, sorry, on iTunes, Freudian slip there, um... Then you can go to caneandrince.com, or one word, caneandrince.com, and you can find all of the archives of the podcasts I just mentioned. Not only that, but also a lively forum, and blog posts, and previews, and reviews, and all sorts of stuff. So yes, pop along there, why don't you? We also have a Twitch stream. Currently we have three shows on our Twitch stream, which is at twitch.tv forward slash cane and rinse one word again and there on friday evenings we have uh, mk home base he's uh, streaming variety of games he's doing double dragon double dragon cannot speak double dragon three um at, at the time of this show is being released so you can check out the archives of that on a youtube channel after it's released or just actually watch it live why don't you that's a good thing to do as well uh, and on the Sunday, we have Darren Gargett. He's going through the Sonic games at the moment. And then there's me on Sunday evenings at 8pm GMT. Uh, that's where I'm actually, this week I'm streaming uh, Bruce Lee on the ZX Spectrum. Bit of a theme going on with MK Homebase and the whole sort of martial arts kind of stuff going on. I don't know. I don't know. We just kind of synergy, synergized there for a bit. Lovely stuff. Now, if you want to chuck us some coin, you can. We have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash cane and rinse, you will find our single tier, one US dollar. That's right. If you give us one US dollar once a month, you gain access to extra content. Not only extra content, but also content that's earlier. So you actually get copies of cane and rinse one week earlier than everyone else. It's great. Not only that, but they're, they're not edited in any way. Well, they are, but not to the point where they reduce down to two hours, which they normally are, you kind of get the extended edition, which is nice. But enough about that. Shall we listen to me 
from the past, talk to these two very lovely people about Riki. Riki? No, Riki. Uh, it's an awesome iOS game and PC game, but you'll find out when you listen to me chatting to them both. Chris, would you be so kind? Thank you. Maria and Andreas. Hello. Hello. Who are you and what do you do? Great. So, uh, we are Beyond Those Skills Development, a game development studio. And uh, we are the creators of uh, two games. Uh, the first one was the, the Minions, an adventure point clip uh, game. And the second one is Reiki, that you already know. Uh, this is a puzzle game. And already released uh, on uh, iOS, on App Store, uh, since one month. Uh, so, uh, I'm Maria Alupi. I'm the, I'm the uh, uh, game and level designer, let's say, and the musician uh, of uh, Reiki. And, and here is uh, my yeah. partner, Andreas. And uh, I'm Andreas, uh, developer, creative and art director of uh, yeah, both the games. Um, and yeah, so probably uh, you want to, to tell more about... Uh, our background? Well, yes, it's funny enough, that's the next question. You've done this before. No, you haven't. Yeah. But, so. <laughs> no, um, I always start easy and early and sort of describe who you are and what you do, so the easy stuff, and then it, it just ramps up, trust me. The, the third question is going to have you reeling. It's not, it's not offensive in any way. It's just like, what? <laughs> it's just, it's just going it, it, to... It's like a video game. It gets more difficult as it goes along. Um, so, yes, how did you make your start making video games? You, yeah, can go, um, you can go as far back as you like, by the way. Yeah, it's go, yeah, going very back. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, first of all, we have to be clear that we are partners in life too yeah. for many, many years. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, before doing games, uh, my background is um, in uh, software engineering and in music. Uh, in music, uh, classical and experimental area. Um, and Maria, she's, uh, she was and she's a musician to a classical concert pianist. I can see you that. You can see that, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So my background, uh, I'm a musician. I'm a musician. I'm a concert pianist. A classical concert pianist and a composer, and also I worked as in uh, as a um, teacher in conservatoire, and then uh, I was also artistic director in um, um, some uh, uh, art uh, venues and uh, curator and uh, of uh, music and uh, art events. And also in other in museums and uh, uh, other halls, and then I decided to <laughs> uh, move on. And uh, yeah, at some point, um, uh, the first thing we did together as a couple is was more uh, artistic events and things like that, uh, organized concert, lecture, and stuff like that. So uh, we have to say that uh, we are in Greece, uh, in in Athens. Yeah. Uh, and um, at some point there was um, we were always I was trying as a software engineer to do things with um, software and art to try to do a lot of things there and it was very very interesting in visuals and in gaming uh, as a gamer uh, when I was a child uh, and at some point uh, I don't know if it was a good time, but when we had the, uh, the the financial crisis in Greece, it was a good point that we would like to move on to something uh, that um, will we really like to to combine all our our, our all our, the things that um, yeah. we love and we and we like to do, yeah. which uh, in the end was to do interactive. Um, to build interactive experience, experiences, and um, 
that uh, that's what games for us um, and to share with uh, with uh, you know um, as many as uh, uh, as audience as we can and uh, at that point I don't remember when exactly we started to to start building um, the fundamentals um, and searching the way and the workflow in order to be able to do to create uh, a very a very tiny game development studio here right okay um that's quite a shift isn't it but like you said yeah. you're, in, you're in software engineering so programming and those tools mm. um which we spoke about in the virtual green room earlier uh, were available to you and uh you thought well Kind of like games, I'm assuming. We'll come on to that later. Yeah. And uh, I'd, I'd like to make some, if you don't mind. The barrier of entry has been falling and falling over the years. You no longer have to know assembly to make video games. Yeah. You did in the old days. I say battles. In the old days, there, it was actually moving one sort of register to another. <laughs> to, to, and you had to tr- track all these memory interrupts and stuff because that's all... That's the only way they could do it because that's you know, it uh, it was quite painful. But they did it amazingly. But uh, nowadays it's all high level languages and stuff, which makes life a lot easier because you just I say just I'm not going to downplay it, but it is a case of creating it and then making doing the letting the compiler do its work, <laughs> and uh, generally, and then off you go. So, but it is um, what is it about video games that drew you as a medium? Then what was it? I mean, I've, I've got some ideas about what might what it be, but could you tell us, between a pair of you, you're obviously very keen musicians, but what is it about video games that drew you more than anything? Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, for, for me especially, uh, I, was, I was a gamer, uh, and I tried to build games very early, in, in my, you know, very early... 15. Yeah, at 15 years old, I, I tried to build some games with uh, with basic uh, language, uh, like something like text adventure and stuff like that. And then I tried to do more things uh, with uh, graphics uh, when we uh, game engines wasn't uh, weren't available at that time. So mm-hmm. it, it was my passion to do that, but I knew that it was you know need a, lot, a lot of resources to do that. So it was, uh, and especially here from Greece, it was. Something like a dream to to say that at some point you I could I could do something to do like that, but um, after all the thing that um, so it was in my you know back in my mind it was always like to to do something uh, with games and um, as the technology evolves and uh, I evolved through my experience through art and music. Um, I saw that all these things that I I was uh, fascinated about was uh, films, uh, uh, music, writing, uh, art. Uh, all these things are part of a game, actually. And uh, combining with the interactivity, which, uh, it makes it um, like a medium that combines all these things. And uh, this is, uh, I mean, my my goal as a creator is to find solutions in this medium of uh, you know of concepts that I, I that I have or I, yes. So it's uh, and I, I and I think it's um, it's a new medium um, compared to other mediums like films, uh, and it has a a lot of more things to 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 give. I mean, you can explore a lot of a lot of things that um, yeah. There is there is an area for exploration there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's yes. for for me, it was a, a little uh, more. Uh, you know, uh, I am a musician uh, only. <laughs> uh, this is my background, so it was difficult for me to. Uh, to start uh, this one, and th- that has to do with the decision of Andreas, and I followed. Um, of course, as a musician, and uh, I, I was in a, a deadlock uh, create, as a creator, 
between old forms and contemporary, you know, expression. Uh, and uh, uh, I found this fascinating, the, uh, the, the games as a form. Uh, it's very interesting for me because of the combination of uh, all uh, art, uh, um, art, uh, sound, uh, interactivity, and um, not only that, but uh, the, the, my, uh, the player has to uh, do so many things, and you can do whatever you can imagine. So I think it was very, uh, it, it was uh, something uh, that was more open for me, and that's why I, uh, I followed this. Uh, uh, so, and uh, until now I'm very, uh, uh, very satisfied of all, of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it 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 definitely shows in Reiki that uh, your appreciation of subtlety and and the how one gets across imagery and also hints at other things that are important but are only there really to to set the scene. And we'll talk about the the visuals later on on Reiki, but. uh, and it definitely shines through, and the music is exceptional. So, and uh, so it doesn't. I'm no, not surprised that your musical background, considering uh, the uh, the tunes being played, while well, well, the image, it's just it's very evocative. It's very uh, it's does very calming. It's very very clever. So, third question. I warned you about this one. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> um, so, uh, as creators. That's between a pair of you. It's beyond those hills. Um, what are your biggest influences? Yeah, this is very, very difficult. Yes, it's, it's a... because I mean we yes we had we have a lot of experience with lots of many art, different arts forms. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's and. Uh, yeah, and it's um. Yes, uh, uh, it's very yeah, it's very. <laughs> <laughs> it always it's like what what I don't know, and uh, basically I can pitch it in another way, and I can push it in another yeah. angle. But really, as you obviously create things, and you are drawn to certain things, whether you like it or not, subconsciously or consciously, you will be drawn to a certain aspect or certain something or some things that then drive you to create the things you do create. It is those things that I'm asking about. We could all say the universe itself. That's obvious. We exist in it. Um, but it's really what I'm asking is about. Is it the need to, for example, um, challenge people and make them think about things they would rather they find difficult and yet um, reward them for overcoming uh, seemingly difficult obstacles and that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm just, I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm just giving you suggestions. So, uh, because of our background, as you can imagine, imagine uh, we, uh, we had uh, a lot of references and uh, not only that, um, and we, we uh, as a creator, we have tried a lot of things from complexity to, uh, all the kind of uh, forms. Uh, I think that we, uh, at, at, at the last years, in uh, even in uh, music, in music, or, or in games, I think that we can uh, call ourselves uh, as minimalists. Uh, uh, I think that this is uh, kind. This is something that uh, we are sure that. Um, we can we can say and um, yeah yeah I, I, but I, I think um, you, you, you want to know more about uh, more influence in general uh, getting um, trying to answer um, on that uh, based on your second question is um, for me personal it's not so much the challenging that we give to the player even if it, even Rake it's a puzzle game uh, uh, we're not. Our, my mind is not so focused in this area, and 
maybe this is the reason that I didn't do the levels. Maria did all the levels. I did the, I did the, the level I designed the, the game mechanics, but not the levels themselves. Right, right. But because I'm, I'm very, I, I like to create more structures and uh, and, and and worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and if I create them and I create the mechanics for me, it's enough that I did a system that it's uh, um, self-explanatory somehow, that, that it works. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I like to create systems, let's say. This is my, my base influence. My, my influence in... My influence is, is there is a lot of influence from, from me from um, things that uh, I have studied, like uh, fundamental mathematics and... Uh, um, Things like that. that so, yeah, complex ideas that most yeah. people have to study for, and go. You know what? This is complex, but this aspect of it isn't, and that is quite interesting. And if you actually study it, and if you present it in such a way that people are doing things that are actually quite complex without them realizing it, that's when that's a real victory. And I get it now. So, the combination of of taking something that's very complicated and bringing it into much a simpler, seemingly seemingly simple forms, but in fact it isn't, and then also marrying that with minimalism, which is the the glorification of the concept of less is more. That's that's wonderful. It's just that's such a wonderful symbiosis of two excellent concepts that are not celebrated nearly enough. Um, so. That's one of the reasons I brought it on the show because that's what Recky's all about. Is actually demonstrating these two seemingly opposing ideas of complexity and uh, minimalism somehow merging, and uh, it's quite it's quite an achievement. So that's why I wanted to ask you this. This the, this question is asking is looking forward to most asking you because that's what I thought. You know, from what I understand, my minimal understanding of advanced mathematics. Because you and I know that maths isn't about numbers at all. It's about patterns. And generally speaking, certain parts of maths is actually about patterns and predicting how they interact with each other. That's what maths is really about. Um, and uh, you've, what you've done here, Ricky, is demonstrates that. So thank you. <laughs> so fourth question. And uh, this one is also tricky, but in a in a different way. And I'm gonna I'll read it out very slowly because I do rattle it off. I've said it over two hundred times now. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk, if you listen to it very very carefully, you understand what I'm trying to get at. So this is both of you can answer it independently, of course. What developer do you most admire in the industry, and why? Developer, you mean person or company or both? Doesn't matter. It could be a person. It could be um, uh, a developer. It could be a company. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's very, yeah. Because I mean, I have I have two different two different. Uh, have um, uh, because I, I was uh, more gamer in my early age in my early ages. So I have you know some people from from the you know first. Uh, Point of Cloud Adventure, which admire like uh, the creator of, of Loom, the game. Yes. Which, uh, that, that's a game. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loom was a very, was an influence for, for our first game. Right, right. I was creating some scenes there that uh, have some connection with Loom, which is, because it's it's the it was one of the most minimal. Uh, game of that was the design at that, po- at, that, at, that at that time. How he did, he did that? Uh, mm, yeah. And, but there are other people now, uh, which is um, I forget the names. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> like the creator of, of the Last Guardian and people like that, which uh, I admire very much, and. Um, and of oh, course, yeah. there are content, uh, more con- more. Uh, but you know, there are um, people in AAA games which we can say we admire, but we're not. We cannot see a connection because it's um, too far from yep. 
art studio, and there are people, uh, there are small studios like uh, Simogo, which we love very much. Mm-hmm. What we do, uh, which we we can we can connect uh, more easily because um, you know yes, because the trip doing games. You're right. Yeah. The, the AAA development scene, which I, you know, we've we've had a few developers on from that scene, uh, that that part of the, the industry, uh, they are armies of people, armies yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I mean, look at Assassin's Creed; it's hundreds of people make those. Uh, and there's like some people, some a person who probably spends ninety percent of their time making pots. And then those pots are then destroyed by players. <laughs> but uh, or they, you know, it's it's quite extraordinary um, that that aspect of video games. It's from one extreme to the other. And most mediums have that, but video games are the pinnacle of it because it's difficult to have literature from being, you know, it doesn't really work that way. There is a lot. Some of them have a bit of an army of people making, but ultimately, it still is an author typically. And the old um, editor or two, but for video games, it's <laughs> you can either have one person, and we all, you know, we've all encountered those people who can do all of the things. Um, they're kind of scary, and then <laughs> and then you have the other end where you have people who uh, who uh, have uh, are managing armies and armies of people and teams, sometimes across the world, to actually get this work done. Uh, and uh, yeah, we thank them for it, I guess. <laughs> What about you, Maria? Do you have anyone that uh, strikes you as uh, sort of, that you're impressed by in their work? Uh, uh, I'm impressed of uh, by many, many games <laughs> at that time. Right. As, yes. Uh, I wasn't a gamer. Uh, no. I was young. And uh, if I, I go back then, I can remember something that fascinated me. Uh, at that time was worms oh uh, yes <laughs> because of the combination of physics and uh, this minimalistic um, approach of course and funny and funny sounds it was uh, <laughs> interesting but um, I knew games through other friends Not I wasn't a gamer so the last years I I I I'm focusing to uh, on many many g- games and teams indie 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 teams mostly. Uh, I don't know where I can uh, start, uh, but uh, also <laughs> there, yes, uh, games that are now yeah um, well yeah you know um, I, um, at, at the last uh, years I, I don't know how uh, which one can. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, uh, I envy your discovery of of games that you didn't know about. Like, that's awesome, and and yeah, it's wonderful. So yes, no, uh, tip your hat to to those. So to 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 current developers who are trying to push out that stuff. Uh, it is quite amazing how many games there are. So speaking of many games, and this is the last question of the first half. So look, you were well done. You made that. Get to we go into the second half and it gets really tricky. Um, <laughs> a bit like sort of section D in your in Ricky. Anyway, those portals. Seriously, what were you thinking? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I'm messing with you, Maria. It was wonderful work, but even still, I almost threw my phone against the wall. So, what are you playing right now? So I'll go to Andreas on this one and let Maria think about it. But uh, what, what, what other games are you playing? No, you can't say Reiki, by the way. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't play Reiki. For me. Yeah. Okay, I play a lot of, uh, lot of new titles like... Um, uh, I was the last game I played was uh, Mosaic. Yeah. Uh, mosaic, did you say? Yeah, Mosaic. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, which don't, I don't know like. that one. Hmm? Sorry? Don't know that one. Yeah. Could you explain it to describe it to us? I don't know it. Ah, it's um, it's more like um, story-driven. dark story-driven adventure. Okay. Um, and it's on Apple Arcade now, and I think it would be 
loads yeah. of other platforms. What an amazing and, platform Apple Arcade yeah, is. From, whoever's, from, cu- whoever's curating it needs a big hug because they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And yes, um, also, I you know, I, I what I do, I, I play a lot of different games because I'm mostly searching for, you know, study them also. Yes, yeah. 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 So, um, and even game, I mean, one game that I really, I really like, it's, it's not games that uh, we created, it was uh, What the Golf. Yes. <laughs> oh. Was extremely funny game. Yeah, you just when you like one of the funniest things I've ever experienced at an expo. I think it was it was PAX West. I think it was last year. Yeah, and I remember as I sort of hit the button, hoping the ball would move, but instead the golfer went flying across the screen. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't know how many others are. That's okay. Well, what about you, Maria? Anything that sort of uh, is, uh, recently Just, you've played uh, that's uh, been interesting? A, a lot of uh, games. We, I, I see, I, I see what Andreas see too. Some, some of them, not uh, uh, like what the goal yeah. of Mosaic. We analyze together and things like that. Mm-hmm. I also enjoyed um, Virginia. Uh, if you. Remember? Oh, Virginia! Yes, there's a game. Yes, I just—it's on my pile of shame, but yeah, I need to get into that. Go on. Yes, and Firewatch, and the remaining of it is the things. Uh, what else? And now I'm seeing a lot. Yes, I'm trying uh, uh, things, uh, uh, games from Apple Arcade too. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of there. Yes, so. nice collection. Yeah, Very but nice. we, yeah, we try to. I mean, we. Maybe we don't finish them all, but you know, yeah. we try to see a lot, a lot of um, different, uh, mostly yeah. in, the, in the independent games. I, I played some, some AAA games on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Again, mostly to, to search of uh, technical things or yeah. you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I yes, I, the, the the latest one I played uh, was. Uh, Watchdog. Uh, I don't. I cannot say I really like it. Mm. No. I, I. I said okay. I'm going to play it and finish the the main line. Right. Uh, to see how how it's structured. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I find it very repetitive and boring at some point. Oh uh, of course, I played a lot. I didn't play multiplayer, which will make more, probably more sense at some point. Perhaps. Um, yeah, I mean, there's two. Go back to Apple Arcade. There's two games that I'm playing a lot of them there. I streamed uh, Super Impossible Road. That's really good. That's mm-hmm. a that's a fun one. It deals with physics and gravity, and you encourage it. It's like a driving game, but it's not because you you can you can skip parts of the track. It's weird. It's really good though. Um, and another game which we interviewed the developer for uh, recently, um, Yaga. Uh, it's a Romanian developer. Um, and it's a really, really good game. So it has a has a blacksmith in it who's only got one arm. <laughs> but it is beautiful. But also, again, another personal thing that you might find very interesting: the musical score is amazing. It's just amazing. So have a look at that. Make a note. It's uh, Y A G A. What Yaga? And uh, it's really good. So. There we go, first half done. We're now going to move on to the second half where we have a good old look at Ricky.
First question isn't a question regular listeners will know. It's a request. Because we can't talk about a game until we understand what it is. Now, I can have a go at describing it, but you might get mad if I did. (laughs) Because you have your own interpretation of what you've made. I have mine. Rather than go there, why don't you tell me, what have you... uh, what have you made here? What is Ricky? In general, we, we prefer others to describe it. Because yeah. They, Do you? Just, yeah, Do yeah. Because the, the most difficult was how to describe this. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll go for it then. This is the first yeah. time ever. This is the first yeah, but... time a developer has ever asked me to do that. I will have a go. <laughs> Ricky is a ultimately a spatial 3D isometric. Is it isometric? Yeah, it is. Uh, isometric um, puzzle game that requires a very strong sense of lateral thinking and uses um, uh, you are well, I say the, the, you have to move a small blob of thing a black blob of splodge I call it a splodge uh, into a portal and it can only do this it can't really jump at all, a little bit, it sort of hops around, but it can't jump very high, it can't, there's little steps you can go up and down, but that's about it, uh, and uh, it has the ability to absorb things, blocks, colours from blocks, and when it absorbs those colours, then changes into that colour from a black blob to a yellow, purple, cyan blob. And then transfers that color into another block, and then that block it takes on a unique power. That unique power usually involves being able to move. And when you move that block, you can actually then create passageways to the portal which you're trying to get to in each level. Yeah, it's, it's a great description. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. But better than now. <laughs> so, um. That's really much it. It's an isometric view. I, uh, it's a wonderful view because it's it's. it's oh, I did think it was planometric at one point, but that's more skewed. Uh, and I've seen it used in some games, but it doesn't look. A, it's all forty-five degrees, and it's all yeah. yeah it's not yeah. 40, forty-five degrees. Yeah, it's, it's, it's to be It is a specific rotation of, uh, but it's an orthographic camera, so yeah, it's it's a weird uh, isometric. Uh, yeah, yeah. View. And this, you know, listeners may be thinking, why are you banging on about this? Because it's very important about where, where you can see and aspects and visual assets. Because what I love about Recky is that there are bits of the level that, that go trailing off into the never distance. Like, oh, what's that for? Nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, the kind of lemmings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just, what's it there? Nothing. Just focus in the middle of the screen, do your job. But what's that? Just it's a pipe thing. Forget it. It's fine. <laughs> the amount of times I see people look at what's that? There's nothing there. It's just it's just <laughs> floating in space. Why? I don't know. I need yeah. to get the blob thing into the portal. Why? Don't ask. Because if we did, then everything would have purpose, and that's just pointless. And then it goes into a whole philosophical discussion. Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> great. <laughs> so. I need to ask this question, though. Um, what drove you, what drove the need, I should say, to change the abilities of the blocks via the player's movement? So maybe I sort of rephrased it, but I hope you understand that I find it fascinating that in order to change an ability of a block, to move its ability from one block to another, mm-hmm. the player has to go there. Yeah. Why? Um, <laughs> Interesting question. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't, yeah. I think it has to do with the whole uh, idea that uh, the character is jumping, moving, and uh, you have to create the path. So if there was a... Uh, if if he he didn't need to go there, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. But, Thank you. That's the point. Is, That's the point. The whole I mean, thing falls apart if you yeah. don't have it. So the player has to move. Thank you, Maria. You've done a brilliant. It's like it doesn't make sense. Oh no! And you've anchored your game around this concept that the player has to move 
to the block in order to absorb the paint and absorb the thing. I call it paint. I know it's not, but it's the sound like it's sucking up paint. And then it goes off and then, then colours another block. If you didn't have that, and if you just had it so you could just, I don't know, press the block until it changed colour or something, what's the challenge of that? The, the, the whole physics, the whole levels just breaks down. And that's what I wanted to say. It's like, well, yeah, because otherwise there's no game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. So, I answered to Miria again because this is about level design, and you've revealed that that's your job. So, I've noticed as playing this on the train and stuff in my commute, um, there's a there's more than one way to solve each level in many regards. Not always, uh-huh. but sometimes. What have you done to the level design to make this so? Is it more? Is it by design or is it by accident or a bit of both? Oh, uh, no, it's, um, uh, first of all, it's the main idea that uh, it uh, it could, uh, yes, it, it's open that uh, you can move in many ways. So <coughs> you cannot... Uh, um, Restrain to to only one way in every level. So, in most of in the most of the le- yes, mostly levels. <coughs> and um, I don't know how to describe this. Why? ask why this? Yeah, I mean, how did you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how did you come about? Finding great creating levels and realizing that oh wait there's about five different ways of solving this. Yeah, in the beginning was um, it has to do with uh, how how the game is evolved. In the beginning was a lot of more like like a sandbox game, meaning that um, if you know the game, there are we have this um, what we call them in development uh, like. Uh, the, the cubes that you can move, we call them the dynamic cubes. Okay. And there are all, all the others, which is the static cubes that you cannot see, probably it's a part of, of another geometry right now. Yes. Yeah. At the, the beginning, all the paths are dynamic in the beginning when we first designed the level. So it was a very... And there wasn't a lot of challenge there, but there was a, a lot of ways to solve it. So... We, from the beginning, we knew, we wanted to to be able to the players to be to to, to solve them in in, um, in different ways. And at some point, we decided to add this uh, a, a way to reward the player with the minimum jumps. Yes. So uh, to, yeah, to have uh, some kind of um, to have a replayability value on, on the whole game, and. Uh, yeah, so that at that point we are so that we would like to have uh, games uh, levels that are um, you can solve them in many ways. Um, in all ways, there is there is some ways that are more clever to solve them, and so um, yeah. So it's um, it's I, I think the answer is it's both. So in the end. Uh, we created some levels that maybe we didn't know that there was uh, other solutions. And at some point, some other people find these solutions. Yeah, and things like that. That's lovely. And there's like emergent gameplay. Even yeah. in, I say even in, but in the puzzle game, he's like, oh yeah, I never thought of that. He could do that and that. And, oh yeah, they could do that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> didn't think of that. And it's great. And it's not as if they're breaking their game, breaking your game. It's just. When people get hold of it and have a good old go, it's just like, oh, you can do that. That's good. And and the, and to to add on on this, I mean, in the process, uh, Maria created a level, and our level editor gave it to me or to to other people in the studio, and we tested. And sometimes with Maria had a specific idea that what's the solution she wants on this, and we found something else. Right. So this a lot of this. Okay. Hmm. So, this question. Uh, in Reiki, uh, how have you found the challenge 
of communicating to the player the limited tools they have available to complete each level. I say this in a way that for all puzzle games, they're made and broken on their ability to communicate to the player and what they can, and more importantly, what they can't do. What did you? What, what challenges did you find to communicate that to players? Uh, to communicate, what, what uh, can you communicate? What exactly? Just so, like for example. The player, in order to, to understand the puzzle game, you've got to really understand the, the tools they have, what they can do. Yeah. Um, what did you do to to explain this to the player? What they can do, basically. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. What, yeah, this was was one of the most difficult most difficult <laughs> thing that Facts, yes. yeah we had because I mean yeah we knew what we did so we did it. Yes. And uh, we have a lot of different ways. For example, we, we have a specific tutorial in there in the beginning. In the beginning, um, this story has evolved in a lot of very much from the beginning. The beginning was more inside the game itself. But it was not only that. It was also uh, uh, every new new idea. Not there is no no new mechanic. Yeah, but any a new idea of the logic. Uh, made me um, uh, construct more levels in order to explain. To, to explain easily and to go there without uh, difficulty or uh, something like that. So, yes, it was a great, a, a big deal how to to do that. So what Maria said is, okay, we have the tutorial and the tutorial actually begins... Um, teaches the whole mechanics. They're not actually other. Yeah, it's the the, the interesting thing with the rake is that there is actually only one mechanic, which is the, this ability to transfer. Yeah, the um, the color. The color to transfer the the, 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 the dynamic. Yes. Uh, uh, this ability to other cubes, but uh, there are other. I don't know if there is mechanics, but there are. Ideas of using this me- this mechanism um, that we wa- we have to to teach to, to players uh, to 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 let them do this do that um, to let yes understand. gradually yes so yeah this is uh, one of the you know uh, very difficult job that Maria did to gradually build these levels the way that um, that. Players can find this uh, themselves. Yeah, uh, and if you, and and this was, you know, in the beginning when I created them, and this is what I uh, I'm not very good at doing this because in the beginning when I created them the prototyping, and I did the first level, and the second level, the second level was like, in it's like it will be like in uh, I don't know in, in in package D something like that. So they will. Because I, you know, this is how I'm, I'm uh, how my brain works. Um, yeah, surely, surely everyone understands this, right? No, no, they don't. And I think one of the tricky things, also, what I find, like, oh wait, I can't move. I can't move a block when I'm on it. No, no, you can't. And it's, that is quite an interesting restriction because that's fundamental to all of the puzzles. The fact that no, you can't take a ride on a block. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Make it it's like no, no, you can't get off. But if I do, I know if you do. <laughs> yeah, and that's the sort of thing that I found. It's the more subtle stuff. It's the stuff you can't do. Is I found more interesting because that way that helps you solve the puzzles. Because that's what you. That's how you 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 solve them. Uh, I just said it twice, but that's the the solutions are based around what you can't do. Uh, and uh, because that way you can then funnel your solution around the, the things that you can, if you get my meaning. This, this, that's how I think about it anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the, the restrictions. Uh, the, the, yeah, this restriction, the restriction that you cannot uh, move a cube when you cannot see the the, 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 the side views, the side. Uh, 
the left and right side, uh, it's uh, the two restrictions that makes uh, the whole mechanics work. Otherwise, there is no challenge, there is no mechanics, there is nothing there. No, no, absolutely. Right, last question. I know, all good things must come to an end, but here we are. (laughs) Reki does assume a lot on the player with respect to their use of lateral thinking, which I described in the beginning of this section. Uh, But it does allow, I'm happy to say, for very considered thought. You can sit there and stare at the screen for ages, going, huh, what if I did... No, that won't work. What I find... Is this why there is no timer? Yeah, that's a very, very good question. In the beginning, there was a timer. But there was. <laughs> and the reason is that, yeah, and um, I think Marius was pushing this a lot, that you have to see this like you see a chess and you... You know, you, you see a, a chess game and you can play it with your mind somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, it's 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 a calm. And uh, this was, and the other thing is, for technical reasons, if you put a timer to this game, and uh, especially for the mobile version with the touch screen, it can be very irritating doing things. You know, touch, uh, touching or swiping the, mm. you know, somewhere around. So. It moves away all the fun for me. Yeah, put a oh, timer. That's... Yeah, but there is there is actually yeah there is a timer in the background. You don't know this. But... <laughs> <laughs> but but do... Analytics. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But I do find there may not be a timer, but there is a par. So there's a number in the top right hand corner that tells yeah. you how many jumps. Yeah. That you need to do to, to really up to optimally. The optimum solution involves this many jumps. And if you go over that, then you lose points. So there is a bit of that, a bit of completion. It's a bit of like point chasing, which is great. Personally speaking, I didn't really drive for that. I just like solving them because I'm more of an explorer than a point chaser. Yeah. So And it's lovely you cater to two folk. You're like, oh, yeah, it's okay. You've only done one star, but hey, you finished it. Fine. I will continue. I've I've succeeded. <laughs> Um, and I know you understand that mate. you know made adventure games and you like clearly like adventure games and you can appreciate one of the, the key things that drives people through adventure games is seeing new places okay so uh, um, yes it's a good good decision I'm afraid sorry Maria but uh, it's the right decision to get rid of, <laughs> get rid of the timer okay so Ricky uh, by Beyond Those Hills um, I have to ask, what are, where does the name come from? Uh, Not the game, the, the developers, yeah, yeah. They're beyond the hits already. <laughs> so we tried to find the names, uh, Reggie or uh, Beyond Those Hills, that... Uh, yeah, Beyond Those Hills, that's the name uh, of the developer. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so the name is... Um, yeah, we, we tried to find names on the... Um, for you know, for, for our studio and regarding what we like and what we want to do, uh, our vision, you know, our vision, our project that we want to do, and um, we even even if this is not very clear with Reiki because it's another storytelling games, we like very much storytelling, which is our next projects are going to have uh, and our first project had. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a kind of it's a it's a bit of poetic. Yeah, beyond those hits means like uh, it's like a story that someone's um, ask you uh, what is beyond you know what is beyond those those hills and starts telling a story about that. Yeah, this, this is the image that we have in our mind. So it's yeah. like that. Um, and actually, yeah, and uh, there is an answer on that. Yeah, which is uh, there are beyond those hills, there are other hills. So there is uh, the infinity inside this, so which is a a theme that we like a lot. And you can see in regular that there is infinity things that go as you yeah, said nowhere. It's a, again, there's, there's a math sort of thing. It's a it's a fascinating concept, infinity, because it's like, what is that exactly? 
<laughs> when you more you thinking about it, more more it makes your head. It's like zero, like actually true nothing. What is that? Oh god, yeah, don't don't. <laughs> it's a, it's a terrifying concept. The more you think about it, but um, so it's out now on iOS, uh, which is the platform I was playing it on with my. I've got to upgrade my phone. I've, uh, yeah, I've got to do that. Uh, but uh, I've still got an X. I need to sort it out. And um, but it's also will be next year, early next year. We're on Windows PC and Android. So look yeah. forward yeah. to that. But uh, I must confess, I did play it on PC at EGX. Um, I was at the is the left field collection. It was sitting there, and a lot of people playing it. I'm happy to say, people are yeah. enjoying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got a good response on that because it was. Uh, uh, Day of the Devs was uh, also, also yeah. reviews. I think uh, two weeks. Yeah. 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 Well, it's been wonderful having you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank and you I for want, my... I want to add something that is oh, yes. that uh, the third uh, collaborator uh, of Reggie is the architecture Constantinos Fikas that right. uh, 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 make all the structure of the levels and we right. worked uh, we worked uh, very 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 nice together uh, and uh, with the level design and the, and the and the architecture design it was very nice a very nice uh, memory for for us. <laughs> and collaboration. <laughs> yes, and collaboration. Yes, so I have to add this because it's oh. me. Yeah, great. absolutely. Yeah, credit where credit is due. Um, so yes, as I said, it's wonderful having you on. You're more than welcome to come back and chat about your next adventure. Sounds yep. like it is yeah. one. Um, but uh, I hope you had a fun. I know I did. And uh, yes, thanks for thanks for sharing your experience with making Ricky and and what it is. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much for yes. having me. Thank you. It was uh, really nice. Yes, very nice.